This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura. Launch into performance with the all-new 2019 lineup. Visit Acura.ca for all models and dealer incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I was wondering if you're going to sing that again. (laughs) It's tradition, Skull. Yes. Scully, are you ready? I am ready. Because we're doing Uh, it. We're doing it. Hold on. Right now, we're going to count it down. Three, two, one. Masters Week. Happy New Year. Oh, right. (laughs) Same same thing. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. For the golf world and the golf community, it officially starts now. Masters Week has arrived. And it feels like we've been waiting an eternity for this week, but it's here. It's finally here. The countdown's been a while now. I've been losing sleep in anticipation. (laughs) It's going to be so exciting. I know last year's Masters, there was so much anticipation, you know, with Tiger back in the game and Phil had won for the first time in five years. But I still think there's an equal amount of anticipation this time around, there are so many storylines that could really well, and we're going to jump into it today for yeah. sure. And of course, what you just said, minus the sentence in five years, what you just said, Tiger back of the game and Phil already have won. That's the same storyline we got going this year, yeah. too, plus another 10 or 12. And yeah. what I'm hoping this year, Scully, is that we have the anticipation, we have the names, we have the names playing playing well coming in. Mm-hmm. What we're hoping for is that the, that Sunday leaderboard actually turns into something because last year it turned into a Patrick Reed parade and I really felt that started with uh, Rory McIlroy's first tee shot off the first hole well that first that first tee shot uh, you know and and he sort of flared it and almost skied it right and he missed a fairway by a good 20 yards or so now you just said something there Uh oh you know what you just said skied it he flared it oh and you know what this weekend is oh of course (laughs) Woo! Now, now is that tonight or is that tomorrow (laughs) that is tomorrow night it is Hands down, the greatest week of sports of the year. Wow. Starts with WrestleMania weekend, goes into the Masters, Leaf playoff hockey, Raptor playoff. Like this, this for me, for, for Team yeah. Zucchino, Leaf hockey, Masters, WrestleMania, that's the hat trick. Well, I, I mean, in terms of TV watching, I think next Saturday might be the greatest day of the year. From 11 to 3, you watch TSN's yes. early coverage of the yes. Masters. From 3 until 7.30, you watch the Masters third round. Then the Leafs. Game two is likely going to be Saturday night against Boston. Yes. And then um, this is the Raptors of that day, too. I'm sure there's some it's other. Too bad you and I out. have to work. I know. Or we'd be on a couch. I know. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, before we jump into news and headlines, because we have a ton, um, and we want to give you a today's show, because we've got some huge stuff coming mm. today. Uh, first off, just a shout out to Bob. Uh, Bob, obviously, for our Masters preview show, would be here with Adam and I, but uh, his son's fallen a little under the weather. So, Bob, we hope everything's okay with uh, Chris and the family. So, uh, Thank you. yeah thinking of you and I, I'm sure everything's going to be fine and we'll talk to you this weekend. Uh, big show today, Adam. Uh, the CEO of the PGA of Canada, Kevin Thistle, who's a very good friend of the show, good friend of mine, known Kevin forever and a day. Uh, we've got a very cool announcement coming today at 8.30, something I think uh, the golf community is going to really like mm-hmm. um, and uh, excited to talk to Kevin about yeah. that. Mike Kelly who is uh, executive director of Golf Ontario, another friend of ours, friend of the show, had a huge announcement last week about the return of the uh, Ontario Open and the first ever, the inaugural Disability Championship in Ontario. Uh, And that was, uh, I believe, Sunday they made that announcement out of Glen Abbey. So Mike's going to come by and and, and talk a little bit about how big that announcement is. We're going to have our fantasy Masters picks 
from our expert panel, including you and I, Ex. of course, expert in quotations, <laughs> yes. Uh, it is just masters, 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 and of course, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade kicks off with that mas- masters commemorative limited edition staff bag and head cover that Team TaylorMade will be using this week in Augusta, and we're giving that away Wednesday on our one hour from Augusta preview show for the ma- There's just so much to get to, so let's start with some news and headlines. News and Headlines is brought to you by Porter Airlines. Now flying direct to 16 Canadian destinations and 7 U.S. destinations direct, including Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Visit flyporter.com. Porter Airlines, flying refined. Well, the top 30 have made it to the final round of the Augusta National Women's Amateur, the inaugural event. Uh, All the ladies had the opportunity to play Augusta National yesterday in a practice round. They played two rounds at Champions Gate. But today, the final round, the final competitive round, the top 30, peg it at the National. TSN has your coverage of that at noon Eastern on TSN 5. Noon Eastern, TSN 5, the inaugural final round. Um... There's a lot of eyeballs on this skull. There are a ton of eyeballs. It's it's history. It's what it is. And you know, we mentioned it last week that Bridget Tebow would be the first Canadian to, to play Augusta National. She didn't make the cut to play it in competition, but she did get to play Augusta National yesterday as the entire field did, whether you made the cut or didn't, in a practice round. So she was the first Canadian woman to ever play Augusta National and that's a pretty darn good when, when that sits in and that yeah. sets in yeah. like we like it did for me a, a week ago today when yeah. we were talking about this morning because my brain kind of wasn't uh-huh. working that way yet I was like wow okay like, this that's is pretty cool yes this, is, this means something and uh, uh, congratulations to all the ladies that participated and uh, Jennifer uh, Cupco with the lead right now and we will do leaderboard updates at the end mm-hmm. of the show uh, but just again reminder noon TSN 5 again TSN and CTV you're home for all major championship golf including the Masters and uh, normally uh, Golf Talk Canada uh, TV would kick off the TV portion of the week, but the, this year we get to run that uh, Women's Amateur, which kicks off really Masters week, and we'll get into the rest of the, our Masters schedule later in the show. Tiger Woods, <laughs> who just did a, a content deal recently, mm-hmm. a content announcement with Golf TV, which is something I think we're going to be talking more of. Yeah. This Golf yeah. TV, this digital platform that signed a $2 billion rights deal for digital content to the for, uh, to PGA Tour Live, golf, and other tours around the world, etc., just announced that Tiger has agreed to a match series. And this is basically similar to what we saw in November with Tiger and Phil at the match. The most thrilling thing. The most thrilling thing we've seen. Ever. Uh, similar to what we've seen with uh, Shell's wonderful world of golf in the past, like uh, the Battle at Bighorn. There was that, that Monday night under the lights. That was Battle at Bighorn. ABC. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Uh, Sergio and Tiger, right? Yeah. Um, uh, there was a couple of uh, versions of that as Two well. Two-man teams, right? Yeah. 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 So they have come out and said, all they've said is Tiger's agreed to this. And, you know, other than him agreeing to it, they don't know if Phil's going to be involved. They don't know if it's going to be one-on-one, two-on-two, introduce ladies into the competition as well. They don't know. All they know is they're going to do this. Tiger's on board. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm intrigued about this. I was probably of of you, Bob, and I, uh, you know, the most uh, maybe excited about the match. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that was because HBO was involved and they produced a really well well done 45 minute special, which for me was the best part of the whole thing. That was it was really well done for sure. It's, you know, some of the some of the shots they did were unbelievable. But the match itself, of course, it was. Um, 
uh, it was it was tough to watch at times unless you had some dollars on it. Uh, it made it a little more intriguing. But you, what as a viewer in that sort of match, you want to see more back and forth. You want to see something that you wouldn't see in a regular telecast. You want to see the guys sort of yep. chirp back and forth. There was each other. very little. There was well, on the first hole. Tiger said, "Nice speed to fill after he missed a ten foot putt." That was right. pretty funny. Right. And then they talked about Fred Couples for two holes walking on the fairway, <laughs> and then they just stopped talking to each other for the last six holes. So yeah. that was a little weird. I mean, I I get it as a golfer if you're playing for that if i'm playing you for five bucks i'm probably not going to talk to you a lot on the golf course right. they're playing for nine million dollars yeah. so uh, i don't know but as as a golf fan i i'd love to see something different whether it's two on two whether it's you know tiger and phil partnering together yeah I I, I, they need to change it up and they need to throw some curveballs for people to be interested because if it's just a guy and a guy playing a match it's just we've seen it so yeah. many times i'd like yeah. to see you know uh, like you say, Tiger and Lexi Thompson against Phil and whoever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we need to do something like that. We need to try different formats, an alternate shot match, something. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm yeah. with you, Scully. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tiger, very quickly as well. He's been practicing at Augusta. Says that it, the greens feel sluggish because he scalped his greens in Jupiter so fast to 14 and 15 on the stint meter and of course Augusta doesn't get theirs to that until Wednesday night <laughs> throw a little trickery at the boys on a Thursday morning so right now Tiger says his prep at Augusta is going sluggish when talking about pace of greens but we all know that's going to change now speaking of the match Jake Owen oh, you know yes. who loves this oh, story yes. more than oh, everybody yeah. anybody our social media director for Golf Talk Canada, Chris McKee. Yeah, he's loved it. This is I, he's talked about this more than he, he absolutely loves this story. Yeah, Jake Owen. For the, our listeners who don't know the story, uh, Jake Owen, the country western singer, was invited to Jordan Spieth's wedding alongside uh, a bunch of PGA Tour pros and, and celebrities that were at Spieth's wedding. One of which was Phil Mickelson. And this was just uh, several days after. I think it was the day after the match. Was the day? I, I believe so. Okay. So I, I, we know it's within it's, touching yeah. distance of the match, right? Maybe even the day after. And uh, Owens, uh, Jake Owens, uh, to his own, uh, uh, he, he said that he stated this himself that he had a few cocktails, so there was alcohol involved. Decided to call out Phil Mickelson and suggest that the match was, you know, he wants four hours of his life back and that Phil owes him $29.99 and publicly called out Phil in front of a group of people at Jordan Spieth's wedding. Well, Phil basically calmly went into his wallet, pulled out a $100 bill, uh, said to Jake Owen in front of everybody, I won 90,000 of these yesterday. You're right. It was the next day because of the quote. I won 90,000 of these yesterday. And he handed it to him and he said, go Mm. And you can fill in the rest yourself, <laughs> right? Just uh, the first time I saw that, it was sent to me by a couple friends. Actually, it was hilarious. And so Spieth and Jake Owen have played together in the Pebble Beach, ooh, th- three or four years yeah, now, maybe. Yeah. So, so they have a good relationship. But that's that, that's classic <laughs> Phil. I love right Phil. There. I tweeted out when I saw it. Phil should have hit him over the head with his calves. Yeah, just hit yeah. him over the head with your calves. It's just one of these. Just the karate yes. chop. And because yeah. of that tweet, we now have Phil Mickelson's calves following us. On really? Twitter. Yes, Phil Mickelson calves is now following uh, Mar- uh, Z-Man Golf and Golf Talk Canada because I said hit him over well, the head. Oh, and speaking that. of Phil, I mean, uh, we, we, you cut an essay this week on Phil Mickelson. Maybe he'll follow us. Maybe on, that's on it. We'll get yeah, into that later. Next. I yeah. want to thank you and Jamie for that. We'll get into some of that later. And uh, finally. In uh, news and headlines, uh, Julie Inkster uh, quietly says goodbye at uh, a championship she won 
back in 1983 as a rookie. She's playing uh, the ANA uh, Inspiration, which is the first major of the year on the LPGA Tour. We'll give you a leaderboard update on that first major of the golf season later on in the show. Uh, Brooke will be seven back going into the weekend. But Julie Ingster, what a career, Hall of Fame. She walks away quietly, missing the cut on a Friday afternoon. And what durability, you know, to win these major championships, you know, in the 80s, and she's still playing. Good for her. Scully, I got to be honest with you. Shame on me. Okay. To, to your point, shame on me. I honestly thought she had already hung up her. I thought she would play on. She still played on occasion here or there. I was honestly under the impression that her major career was already done. Right. So the fact that she's still going, 83, 2019, you, you hit the nail on the head right there. Okay. On the other side, um, Chris McKee joined the Canadian ESPN Masters Conference call the other day and grabbed some audio for us. Mm. Curtis Strange, Andy North, just some thoughts on this year's Masters that you and I can run and then Mm. you and I can bounce around because Curtis Strange agrees with you, Adam Scully, that it is uh, 10, 12 of the biggest names in the world. It's very wide open of what star can walk away. This is not a golf tournament that four or five guys have a chance to win. This is a lot of great players all playing well at the same time. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Launch into performance with the all-new 2019 lineup. Visit Acura.ca for all models and dealer incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and the speed-injected Twistface M5 and M6 drivers. Everybody gets faster in 2019. Visit tailormade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC. Zucchino in studio kickoff Masters Week with Adam Scully. Of course, Bob will be back for our TV special this week and part of, obviously, the TSN CTV Masters crew, along with James Duffy, David Hearn, and yours truly. Looking forward to getting down to Augusta. And, of course, Adam Scully back here working the Masters as well from the HQ and Master Producer Jamie Rydell on location to make it all happen from the Nash you, are you pumped, Skulls? I'm very excited. I'm a little excited, yeah. I, I get gotten, very excited. We mentioned the essays off the top, and I, I've been doing master stuff all week. And you just you go back in moments, and, you know, as a golf, I call myself a golf nerd now, and sort of mm-hmm. looking at history, you know, mm-hmm. looking at, you know, Jordan Spieth winning in 2015, just moments like that, or Ser- even Sergio, you know, Sergio winning in 2017. There's a there's a great, uh, in TV, we call it a red cam shot of him, sort of slow-mo. It's almost like he's crying. It's probably yes. the, my favorite shot I've ever seen in TV mm-hmm. broadcasting. Yeah, and, so. Well, I'm with you, and, and Augusta's like one of the f- uh, few uh, times a year that we're all allowed to, to cry if we want, right? Yes, That's yes. <laughs> and after Sergio won, I may have shed a couple of tears. Yeah. Now, you brought up the essays, so uh, now's a better time there. I just want to give you a thank you and Jamie Right, all thank you because I, you know, not 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 my typical wheelhouse. The first time I yeah. I ever did an essay for TSN, uh, for anyone for that matter, of course. And uh, I said to to Jamie, I'm like, you know, I've written articles before, but yeah. this is very different. Uh-huh. And he gave me some amazing direction, and I could tell when he gave me the direction, he was like, "Do you get it? Do you get what I'm saying?" And I I, I like, I no, I think I got it. Mm-hmm. So, but because mm-hmm. it, it's you know, it is different to write to the spoken word yeah. versus to write 
to what something's going to somebody's going to read. And then, of course, you did an incredible job with the, the, our editing team putting that together. So well, just awesome. Thank you. So, well, so, so just we so got a lot of great know, compliments yeah, so on it already. Phil Mickelson's going to be a huge part of our show. Uh, there's a couple of fun ones. Magnolia gets longer. The yep. putting with the flag stick. Yes, in. we got some great ones from Bob that uh, he's yeah, done on, on uh, uh, Rory McIlroy. Yeah, and uh, the hunt Jordan for the speed, career. Yes, Patrick Reed, Tiger Woods. So there's, we've got some great stuff. Looking forward to uh, mm-hmm. to running all of it. So mm-hmm. thanks again. Okay, let's jump in to this ESPN uh, yeah. conference call for the Masters. Of course, ESPN, um, the cable affiliate to CBS uh, of, 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 of you know, covering some of the, uh, the Masters, similar to you know, TSNC-TV yeah. uh, here in Canada. Uh, Chris McKee, our social media director, hopped on that call, grabbed us some audio. Here's Curtis Strange uh, talking about how wide open this year's field is at Augusta. We say this every year, but it seems to be true this year. This seems to be wide open. You know, Rory's playing well, just one of the players. DJ is, is so gifted, and Justin Rose and Kepka and Justin Thomas seems to be able to win anywhere at any time. And, you know, can Tiger pull it off? We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, it's, he seems to be trending well. And Ken Nicholson at 48 do it. And, you know, then you got other guns like Xander Shockley and Cameron Chantu. So Curtis Strange echoing the statements, I think, of most golf fans and certainly a lot of the media that mm-hmm. it feels very wide open. Don't get me wrong. There are your favorites. Vegas has Rory and DJ one and two. Uh, you, it'd be hard to, to argue with that, I guess, from a technical standpoint. Although later on in our show, the TSN expert panel picks will be revealed. Yours truly doesn't have Dustin Johnson on his team. Uh, in fact, I don't believe I have Rory on my team. I got to go back and look at my team. You've got to be different. Uh, yeah, and I just felt like I feel. I'm not saying they won't have a chance to win, Scully. Rory, I think the wedge play is still a problem around Augusta. Okay, I, it's just the most e- extreme examination of a short game. If you're off at all with the wedges, forget it. And I don't like what I saw from DJ over the last couple of weeks with nothing other than the high cut. Now, the weather right now looks really good in Augusta, and maybe the high cut all day is going to work. However, if we get any gusty days at all, if we have any days where you need to flight your golf ball, what I've seen in the last couple of weeks tells me DJ's not comfortable doing that right now. Now, has he worked on it since the last time we saw him at Valspar struggling with that in that windy? Who knows? I'm just going based on what I've seen, that might be a problem. Who do you think is the the hands down favorite right now, if there is one? And do you agree with Curtis that we can stretch this? Like he mentioned Cameron Champ playing in his first Masters. Listen, I know Champ it's a mile, but we also know rookies don't do well around Augusta. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. And, and you know, going back what, first, what you said about Dustin Johnson. You know, he did struggle with that, with the driver. You know, sort of flaring it right into the wind at Valspar, and he had his first birdie free round since 2016. I'm sure he's worked on it, and I'm sure his putting is always sort of. 
thought he's either there or not there, and you know maybe he's got a new spider in the bag. Who, who knows for for DJ? But my favorite still has to be Rory McIlroy. I mean, the guy's been on fire. He had um, you know obviously had the win at the Players Championship. Uh, didn't have his best stuff against Tiger in the match play, but he absolutely dominated the round robin play. He didn't trail at all. So I, I still got to say Rory McIlroy. I'm still curious, obviously at Augusta National. You're not playing at every pin. You can't, or else mm-hmm. you can make some high numbers fairly quickly. Hundred percent. Is he going to have? The patience, you know, to play 30 feet right of a pin from 100 yards where that's literally the only spot you can hit it to. I, that's, I'm just not really sure. But I'm sure he's going to be in the mix come, come the 10th hole on Sunday afternoon. I, I don't disagree with you that he's not going to be in the mix. And I, the reason I think he's going to be in the mix is I think he just he's such, a, such an incredible driver of the golf ball, especially right now. It seems in his career, he's always been a great driver of the golf ball, but I just think his driving alone will keep him in the mix. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think you hit the nail on the head with one. I, I think the wedge play is, is sloppy. We know how sticky and tight those lies are. We know, and the patience. Uh, there's a reason that Rory, uh, when he wins his majors, he wins by eight, and they're yeah. usually in really soft conditions. Because in super soft conditions, you can shoot at every flag you've ever seen in your entire life. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really showed us yet that in something hard and fast that in a place like Augusta that you can say that's not a flag I'm going to no listen I hope I'm wrong and I hope he fit cuz to me that's the biggest story Rory winning a 100%. career grand slam all right 100%. Andy Norris spoke a little bit about Tiger Woods and how he feels about Tiger coming into this year's Masters let's hear from Andy North this is a, a, a great year for him as far as the majors are set up the golf courses he likes, he's had success on. If you're, if you're breaking down where he's at right now, I think, one, he's at a different place than he was last year in that last year he had some great finishes coming into this event, but I don't think he still had 100% confidence his body was going to hold up. I think that's been put to rest. I think he's at a, at a good place there. I think he knows he can do what he needs to do. He's, he's learned that he has to practice a little bit differently than he did before. But all those things, but I think that's good. Uh, I think if you look at his golf swing, it'd be hard to argue that it's not as good now as it's ever been. I, I thought that the fact that he's dialed it back a little bit, it looks like the rhythm in his swing and the, the fact that you don't see him jumping out of his shoes during rounds on the golf course to hit it ultra hard. Uh, I thought the last two or three weeks particularly, you've seen him make a ton of really good control golf swings off the tee, which that was usually where he's gotten in trouble and he's driven the ball much better of late. He's put it in the fairway much more. Uh, you mentioned the putting. Uh, he, he struggled mightily at times this year with his putting, particularly speed-wise. I thought last week he missed a couple of short ones, one that cost him a match on the last hole, but I think that he hit the putt exactly where he wanted to hit it. I think that was a misread versus a misstroke. I thought his stroke was freer and more confident. And I think everything's trending toward him having a really good week. All right. I've got a very simple way of looking at Tiger Woods for all the major championships this year. And for me, I picked them to win the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach this year. That I think that's going down. I think that's going to happen. Uh, I'd love to see Phil do it, win twice in a year on the same golf course and c- complete a career Grand Slam. But I really, I like Tiger, the way things are trending, if they continue to trend. I like there. For me, it's very simple, Adam. He shoots something with a six in front of it on Thursday. 
he's going to have a chance to win the green jacket. Yeah. End of story. If he gets out of the gates, he can't get out of the gates in the major. He plays catch-up all Full weekend time. long, yeah. tries to fight to make a cut on a Friday, usually has a great Saturday, Saturday yeah. comes out hard on Sunday to try to push the leaders and runs out of real estate. And then backdoors a top 10, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if he shoots anything, which he's had a hard time doing. If you look at the last few years at Augusta, he's had a hard time getting out of the gates in Augusta, just like every other tournament. He shoots anything with a 6. 69, 68, even a 70. Mm-hmm. And he's got a chance to win. How do you feel? 100% agree. And even last year, he played himself sort of, not out of the, well, yeah, basically out of the tournament on Thursday, and, and he struggled on Friday as well. Uh, but yeah, he's a guy who's sort of been slowly out of the gates throughout his, uh, this last sort of comeback. But if he wants to be in contention, he has to get off to a good start. Okay, two great minds agree on Tiger. All right, we'll see. We'll get some opinion on that from Kevin Thistle. Coming up next, he is the CEO of the PGA of Canada, joining us for a big announcement here on GTC. Kevin Thistle coming up next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by TaylorMade and the speed-injected Twistface M5 and M6 drivers. Everybody gets faster in 2019. Visit tailormade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Tourism Ireland, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Visit golfawaytours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC. Zacchino in studio with Adam Scully. Weeksy off uh, today for some family issues. Bob, I hope everything's cool, and uh, we'll see you next week in Augusta for sure. Uh, Adam, our next guest, good friend of mine, uh, just gentleman, gave me my first golf lesson. Wow. When I was eight years old, at, at the time, I think it might have even still been Pickering Country Club, at least maybe for a year, and then it was Seton Golf Club. I don't know. I, my, my, that's a long time ago. I'm old, so I'm having a hard time remembering. Wow. That was 36 years that. ago. Yeah, that's how long i known our I thought it was like guest. 15 years ago. Oh. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you, Skull. He is the CEO of the PGA of Canada and uh, one of the smartest guys helping grow the game of golf in this country as well, our good friend, Mr. Kevin Thistle. Kev, how are you this morning? Good. Mark, how are you doing? Adam, um, how are you? Great, thank uh, you. Now, Kev, do you believe that? That is a um, uh, uh, golf lesson. Uh, let me do the math on this. Let's see if I get 30. Well, I'm 30. I'm 44 tomorrow. Your birthday's oh, tomorrow. Yeah, my birthday's tomorrow. So, oh, so, the thir- so 37 years ago, you gave me that golf lesson. How old do you feel right now? Wow. Well, I, I, I hear you saying you're old. I go, okay, you're old. You were eight. I was given the lesson. I was just... <laughs> thanks, 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 Z-Man. Uh, <laughs> all right, Kev, listen, uh, I, I'm not going to spoil the announcement. I, I just want to say that, uh, you know, Golf Talk Canada, uh, we're really happy to be a part of what you guys are doing and we're, we're it's going to be a lot of fun over the summer and great content uh, especially near the end of the year when we got when we get a chance to pull back the veil uh, but uh, thanks uh, thanks for including us and uh, my hats uh, to you sir go ahead uh, why are you joining us this morning what what is the PGA of Canada uh, doing amongst their membership for the summer you know, I think you said it right. It, it's a fun initiative. It's a great initiative. And, and, you know, you and I are such great friends, and we love Bob, and we love Adam and stuff. And, and uh, we're just announcing today, and, and excited to be on your show, of course, the PG of Canada Top 100 Golf Courses. So, in essence, what we're trying to do is 
there's a lot of great lists in Canada, right? There's a lot of great lists out there. But the thing that makes this different is it's going to be voted on by PG of Canada members only. So kind of a fun initiative for us whereby um, we're not going to go just the top one through 100. It'll be the top 50 public and resort courses. And then the other list will be a top 50 private uh, courses, which is kind of exciting. What we're going to do is we're going to ask um, each, each golf professional across the country to give us their top 10 in each category, top 10 in public resort courses, top 10 in, in private venues across the country. And real exciting because, you know, I think a lot of times that I remember being the pro shop or, or being a, a pro general manager, and someone would always come in, what's your favorite course in Canada? What's your favorite course out west, out east? So now we're going to get a ranking, you know, based on just the PGA Canada members. And the exciting thing is, you know, uh, Mark, you're going to be out there at a lot of our national championships. And this is the thing that I really like, and, and you can probably uh, talk to it better than me, but I really like the part of the partnership is that, you know, you're going to be at our national championships and you're going to be walking around with the mic and asking our players, okay, who did you vote for? Who are your favorites? And I really think it's, it's great because it's going to, not only we're going to have a lot of fun with it, but it's always going to spotlight our members because there's always debate. Someone's going to come over and say, oh, yeah, I love Shaughnessy. That's my favorite. Are you kidding me? Come on. What about, you know, uh, what about the, the National or something like that, right? It'll just be great banter. I, I think uh, it, it's very exciting, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I couldn't agree with you more. But what I really like about it, Kev, as well, is that, listen, I love lists. And there's a lot of great lists out there, and they create debate, and they create conversation. Uh, some, of the, the, some of the panelists really know their stuff inside out when we talk about putting together these lists. But it, I think it's overdue that there is not a PGA of Canada list because why not just a collective voice from the golf professionals in this country that are members of that association? Uh, it is overdue to have the list, and I can't wait to get out there with a camera and a microphone and talk to them over the summer and create some content with them to s and get their opinion on what they voted for because I think what we're going to get, and I'm not saying that you know there's going to be an upset at number one, two, or three or anything like that, but well, I think... And I, I want your opinion on this. I, I, I'm wondering if we're going to get some surprises because, you know, the golf professionals in this country see a lot of golf courses. They work at a lot of venues over their career, building their resume, growing the game, reaching out to the golf community, their membership, etc. And I'm, I think we're going to get some surprises of some, I don't want to use the word hidden gems, but maybe golf courses that don't find other lists maybe as high as they should. I think we're going to get some surprises this time around. You are, you are so correct. I remember, you know, I've been on panels uh, on, on a lot of the, the rankings, be it, um, you know, be it uh, international, be it Canada, whatever. And the thing is, I remember years ago, you will always have that hidden gem and no one kind of heard about it. And all of a sudden, when it becomes public, you know, uh, and more people get it, it rises, it vaults up the, up the rankings. But we're going to get that golf course. I'm going to tell you, there's courses in Winnipeg. There's courses in Saskatoon. There are so many great, great golf courses in Newfoundland that the public hasn't, and even a lot of the Raiders haven't. But because we have golf pros coast to coast, and they've played so many varied golf courses, you're going to get that gem. I, I don't know, call it Bally Halley in Newfoundland. Like, like someone's going to go, how did you know X course from from uh, I don't know Alberta launch up there? I've never heard of it. So you're going to see a lot of. Not upsets, but a lot of surprises, which is, which is exciting. 
Yeah, it's very exciting for sure, Kev. Now, a, a lot of our listeners tuning in may think, you know, I'm going to go rank a golf course and I'm going to rank it high because I played well there. But for you, what are some of the major things that make a golf course great? Is it variety of holes, you know, dif- different kinds of holes? What, what are the major factors to rank a golf course uh, as, as a good one to you? Yeah. See, when you talk to different Raiders and different, especially pros, let's call the pros Raiders now. Mm-hmm. You're going to get an Ian Leger, or you're going to get a, I don't, you know, you're going to get a good a Scott Dixon from Royal Montreal, right? Mm-hmm. Really good player. So he's going to tell you about the shot values. He's going to tell you about the architecture. He's going to tell you about the way it fits, um, you know, a, a better player's game. Where seriously, a guy like myself, I'm more a real macro raider. I'm like, I'm standing on a tee. I'm taking it all in. Where does the hazards come into play? Where do I have to hit it? The beauty of the golf course, the design that fits my eye, per se. I'm not more of a shot value guy, but I'm how does this fit my eye? And I don't care if I play well or not, but there's so many different ways to rank a golf course. And that's the exciting thing. I think with the pros, you're going to get a lot of – you're probably going to get three or four different avenues. The really great player, the person who's more just passionate about golf – so we're going to see a lot of different rankings come out, come out of this, and, and that's the way I would rank it. I rank it more on the, you know, the Muskoka Bays, right? Mm-hmm. You stand up there, you fall in love with the golf course, but it's a great golf course. Yeah. Yeah, Whereby, I, 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 Scott Dixon again, Scott Dixon is going to stand up on, you know, I don't know, Shaughnessy and just go, or even Hamilton's a great example, yeah. right? Ancaster this year mm-hmm. where the RBC can open and go, and go, Look at this. Okay, look at the shot value there. I got to hit it. I got to carve it off that bunker. And if I don't carve it off the bunker, I'm in the trees left. And, and like, you know, he's got an eye, I don't. But it's going to be funny to see how different people rank. Well, I think that's the beauty of this list is you look through multiple lenses when you look through the PGA right. of Canada Association. You've got players, you have general managers, you have architect gurus, you've got uh, great teachers and instructors. So you're, go- you're getting a different variety through different lenses of the game. Just to get through some of the mechanics for our listeners, how this is going to work, the PGA of Canada members are going to be able to vote on the PGA of Canada website, be reached out to by the association multiple times throughout the year. We're going to do some interviews, grab some content, through the summer. At the end of the year in the fall, when the voting is closed, we are going to announce the top 40 in each category and we'll go out collectively, Golf Talk Canada and the PGA of Canada uh, with the top 40 on on both sides and then of course in November we're going to do a one hour, 60 minute uh, Golf Talk Canada TV special, Kev, where we unveil the top 10 in both sides. Going to be a ton of fun. Kev, before we let you go, uh, it is Masters Week. This is our Masters kickoff special. Uh, can you give us a couple of picks? How are you feeling uh, as we head into Augusta? I know I'm going to see you down there on Canada yeah. night, uh, which I'm looking forward to on, on Tuesday night. But uh, right now for our listeners, uh, who you look, give us two or three names uh, at the top of Kevin Thistle's list for the Green Jacket. Well, I know that one of either Brooks Kupka or, or John Rahm, one of those two are winning, so I can let you know that right oh. now. Calling a shot. What? Absolutely. Wow. That, that was an easy one. All right. But, wow. Outside the realm, though, because if, if, you know, if someone was to bet any money, you've got to look at, at Kisner Hadwin um, as, as an outsider. But I love my, I think it's like 200 to 1 or something, Jimmy Walker. You know, Walker, uh, bet him in a parlay or whatever the word is. You know? <laughs> uh, Kev, thanks so much for taking the time to join us this morning. going to be a lot of fun to do this throughout the summer. And I just want to uh, close on this. If I had a vote, I want to know, give me a look at the wine cellar and how wide is the first fairway? That's how I rank <laughs> golf courses. Absolutely. <laughs> Kev, we'll see you Tuesday. Have a great weekend. 
Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Thanks for always having me on. Thank you. Thanks. Kevin Thistle, CEO, PGA of Canada. It's gonna be, this is going to be fine, Scully. This, this is, is going to be, be a fun. very great project yeah. to work on. I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to air in November yeah. on Golf Talk Canada. I'm sort of I'm intrigued about this lesson you had at, at eight years old. Eight this years is, old. And you know wow. what's so funny? You know, this is such a strange game. It really is such it a is. strange yeah. game because, and I'm not saying that, you know, you don't go through cycles in your life. You do. But I really think that uh, quite often, especially for people that are home, they, they start the game homemade, you know, they, they kind of build it out of the dirt, so to speak, uh, that they have a lot of the same att- uh, tendencies within their golf swing that they'll use throughout their life. Right. And I remember the one theme in that s- lesson with Kevin uh, as a kid at Seton or Pickering Golf Club, I can't remember which one it was at the time if they changed the name yet or not. Anyway, was he was trying to get me to shorten my swing at age eight. And wow. right now, if you were to ask 44-year-old Mark, he hits it better when his swing is shorter and, and just stronger, the position, the angles are better, and the swing is shorter. Very similar to eight year old. Well, Mark. as I recall, when we were when we were sitting in Carlsbad, California, when we were grinding over that ninety minute rage session, that's right. we thought, oh, I just got to shorten my swing. Right. That's what we Some felt. Things just right. never change. That's right. That's right. See, so just as recently as that, so that's Kevin awesome. Kevin saw it thirty six years ago. So I picked it up that uh, picked it up that I need to shorten the swing, and yeah. here we are, forty four tomorrow, still trying to shorten. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks to Kevin and the PG of Canada uh, members, and uh, we look forward to doing this with all of you guys because uh, collectively uh, it is uh, it is great to hear from our professionals and their educated voice on uh, what are the top courses in this country. Looking forward to it. On the other side, something else that Adam and I are looking forward to, giving away a tailor-made limited edition staff bag next week. Why? 20 weeks of Taylor. Back. It's back, baby. We'll talk it next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Tourism Ireland, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Visit golfawaytours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada. Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit WeatherTech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to GTC. Big announcement from Kev, PGA of Canada, Top 100, coming to you this summer. Looking forward to being part of that. Thank you again, Kevin. Uh, Masters is here. Masters Week is here, which means... 20 Weeks of TaylorMade is here, and it starts Wednesday with the Golf Talk Canada Acura at the Majors Masters Preview Show, 60 minutes from Augusta National to kick off really our TV portion, I guess, of the Masters leads into the Par 3 tournament, TSN, CTV, your home for all major championship golf, including the Masters. We're going to have live from Amen Corner, feature groups 15 and 16, Golf Talk Canada, early round coverage, Thursday and Friday coverage, early round Saturday, Sunday, hand off to CTV for the weekend. We'll be doing Sports Center, TSN.ca, essays, articles. You're going to be so masters up. Just you'll be just we're gonna just tie you up in a gymnast soliloquy. And for folks at home, you would think that Mark was reading all that. No, that's just that's a pure memory. <laughs> yeah, baby. Woo! He's t- he turns twenty nine years old tomorrow. Yeah. He has a memory like that. Wow. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So what do we win first week? It's a commemorative limited edition tailor made 
staff bag, yeah. and head and cover, cover, and it's team tailor-made. It's the ones they're carrying oh, yeah. next week. Yeah. I think I've seen it. Is it the white one now with the green? Yeah, Last year was, was like the big Instagram here. Yeah, I think we're cool. sending. We'll send it out on uh, Golf Talk Canada Instagram, or, or we'll do that uh, at some point this week or this weekend. But it's it looks awesome because in previous years it was like all green. I got one of them at home. Right. This year it's like predominantly white, almost like the caddy jumpsuit with the green trim. Yeah, that's almost what it looks like. It is super yeah. cool, looking really good. I haven't seen the head cover skull. Can't quite find it no, here. Well, anyway. listen, we'll get to that. This week, we'll fire out some images. But remember, the only way you can win is if you follow us on at Golf Talk Canada. So you got to follow us at Golf Talk Canada on Instagram and Twitter. You do that, you're in. If you're already following us, you're in. Every week, you have a chance at close to $20,000 worth of tailor-made gear throughout the summer. It's that easy. On GTC. It is that easy. I was, tell- that I was easy. telling my buddies, I- I'm like just... Follow us. Get it. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Coming up on the other side, we got Winners Weird and What. We're going to do a Masters edition of 3-Dub. We're going to hear from Mike Kelly, the executive director of Golf Ontario. They had some big announcements earlier this week. We're going to talk to Kelly about that. We'll do leaderboard updates from around the world of golf. Lots still to get to. Uh, Before we get to all that, Skulls. You went up to TaylorMade this week. I sure did. I want to hear about your fitting. I know you you got you and Cam, I yep. think, were working together. Yep. Uh, Cameron Jacobs, who uh, is, runs the show at the fitting lab at uh, TaylorMade uh, Performance Lab at uh, TaylorMade HQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you learn? What did you get into? Uh, what do you, what What's the gear coming out for 2019? I'm just opening up my spec sheet You pull up the spec sheet. So, yeah. So, I um, I was going driver, a couple wedges, and a putter. And so, the big thing we learned in Carlsbad all about speed-injected uh, technology, twist-face technology. And uh, everyone gets faster, and it's true. Everyone does uh, get faster. So, I gained, uh, combined with the new ball and the new new uh, M5 driver, I gained an average of two miles an hour as a ball. Wow. So okay. I went from 166 to one. 68. Which uh, is roughly, we're just going for five to six yards of carry? Five to six yards of carry. Right. So uh, I, I camped up, took a video of me, and uh, the drive flew 300 yards. So that, that, was, that, that, that was okay. So, you young guy. Um, so the shaft is some sort of prototype. It's a Fujikura Pro 2.0 Tour Spec 8. Wow. Whatever okay. that means. I don't know what that means, but it yeah. sounds very important. Yeah, sounds very, yeah. <laughs> But but the funny the my guess this is my guess of what that is just from playing golf with you. Yeah, it's probably a telephone pole with about uh, less than two degrees torque. Yeah, uh, and it, it probably at the bottom feels like a piece of lead. Well, that you know, exactly. my- <laughs> and as I told Cam, you know, uh, team uh, Nick Obrich and I from TaylorMade, we are team recoil. Yes, so. and you finally beat. Zucchino at Aviar, who at uh, hosted uh, yes. an LPGA Tour event last Finally week. took down Wixino. But, but as I told him, I, I said, you know, people have told me to dial it back over the years, and I just don't have that in me. You know, you I, I swing hard. It's just going to happen. And wedges, what did we do? So high wedges, toes, what high toes? Yeah, high okay. toes with uh, an ATV grind. I'm mm. not entirely sure I like the means. ATV sole. I have that still. I still in my bag uh, will not get rid of. I keep kind of going back and forth to it. It comes out for a bit and then I put it back in. Yeah. I still have my 52 degree kind of gap uh, original ATV mm-hmm. wedge. I just, it just, it just feels right. Yeah. And I, you know, can't get it out. I keep trying to get it out and go to a new wedge because I love the high toes. They look great and I know they outperform what I have. 100%. But it's just, that eight, it just feels right. So I think you're going to love that soul. I'm looking forward to that. And I should mention the driver is a 10 and a half degree loft. Uh, is it a five or six? M5. 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 Okay. M5. And so the uh, adjustment, it's on max fade. 
Matt, you're, you're welcome to Zucchino World. I, Matt's yes, fate. Yes. Cam can't put enough weight in a toe. Yes. So <laughs> looking forward to that. And I also got the Spider X Copper, which Ooh, is the same putter the Rory. that Rory McIlroy. Very uses. sweet. So uh, my master's pick hopefully goes on to win with that putter as well. So hopefully uh, camps that will have this gear by the end of next week. Well, so you know what? The only it. person. Okay, there's only two people. <laughs> I, got, you know, I, I hope Cam's listening. <laughs> Cam best. and Nick are. I hope that, you know, Nick always listens. Cam tries to listen when he can. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke some shots this at them the now, the boys right now. Like, you know, the only two people in the world not getting faster in 2019? Mike Weir and me. <laughs> we can't get our left-handed gear. Can't get it. See, now Weeks, he got his in like two days. Because yeah. Weeks, he was like, yeah, M6. Pretty stock down the, line, yeah. down the line. He's like almost can go right off the rack, Bob. Almost. Mm-hmm. Few tweaks here and there. Bang. Two days later, gear. Right. You right hander. Gear tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Bang. Mike Weir and yours truly. <laughs> we're not getting faster. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we're gonna get faster in like June, July. There we're gonna go. get faster. Yeah. Maybe. Wow. But yeah. Wow. So I like to think that you know, like again, Weirzy and I, we have a we have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Weirzy and I, and collectively, we have one major. It's so one collectively, major. there's yeah, one major, one green jacket, one green jacket. We have uh, collectively eight PGA Tour victories. Pretty good. And collectively, we took down Tiger on Canadian soil That's in the Presidents Cup. That's not bad in Montreal. Yeah, not bad. You know what? Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> uh, all joking aside, I am looking forward yeah. uh, to to eventually getting that in the bag, and because uh, I hit it uh, in Carlsbad, yeah. and uh, and usually it takes a while for me. Like I'm I'm painful, and I always apologize to Cam and Nick because I'm like so anal with my specs and so off the charts when it comes to mm-hmm. fitting because I've been just playing with heavy gear that's flat yeah. and fade bias for so long. And they just don't really – the world shifted in another direction. The world has shifted. Uh, how do we get guys to hit draws easier? How do we get guys to hit it higher easier? How do we get guys faster? We're going to make things lighter. And uh, So they, I'm the opposite lane, so to speak, than the golf world. For sure, for sure. So I know I'm a pain in the butt, so I do apologize to them on, a re- but, on the regular. But in all seriousness, for, for those, if you're buying new clubs – Go get fit. It is such a great experience when, when they hook yes. you up with everything. Totally. You can see yourself on the screen. Maybe and you learn whole, things about you your swing. You learn so much. And I, we, were, we were doing a putting drill that Cam gave me in the mm-hmm. commercial break because we are probably the streakiest putters in, uh, known in to man. Canada. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was a great time. And thanks, Cam and Nick, again. All right. Thanks to all the folks at TaylorMade. And 20 Weeks of TaylorMade starts next week. Follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada for your chance to win. Coming up on the other side. It is a master's edition of 3-Dub, Winners, Weird, and What. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, podcasts, show archives, our YouTube channel, or for more information, visit us online at golftalkcanada.com. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Yeah, welcome back to GTC. Is Adam Scully and yours truly kick off Masters Week here on TSN. 
And uh, you know what? I guess should we should we do a Scully time? Now, before we do that, okay. um, you know, I've been in communication with our board op Dave here, and right. we have a very special message for you, Mark. Oh. Okay. Is it going to come? Oh. <laughs> Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Yep, thank you. Well, thank you, Joe. <laughs> I, this is why I don't do the, like, that's why I don't make a video, because I have a rule. Now, thank you very much, guys, all, all joking aside. Uh, yeah, 44 tomorrow, but I have a rule. 26 years old. Yeah. I have a rule at the house. Uh, Mrs. Golf Tycana loves birthdays. She loves right. to celebrate yeah, birthdays. She celebrates everything. She's just like a happy person, right? Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, I'm not home often for my birthday because it usually falls during Masters Week. Right. So to actually be home for it, she, she wants to celebrate it. But I, but I have a rule. Like, when I hit 30, that was it. Now I said, oh, I will it's... acknowledge birthdays every 10 years, 30, 40, 50, 60. And when I get to 60, now I'll move it to every five years. I'll do 65, 70, mm. 70. That's kind of like, now you're still in your 20s. So you have to I do bir- birthdays yeah. every year. But I want, when the day you turn 30, we're going to have this conversation. I know. And, and we're going to see what right it now. is. <laughs> you know, let's save our scully time for when you do your scully fantasy picks. Oh, I like that. In the Ooh. next segment. Yeah. So right okay. now, let's okay. get to three dub. It's Winner's Weird and What Masters Edition. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right, well, this is our Masters Edition. So we did three dub a little different Mm -hmm. this week. And it was our winner, our weird, and our what of what we want coming in this upcoming week at Augusta. And for me, my winner, Skull, hands down for me, would be... Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods in the final pair on Sunday at Augusta and Rory going over Tiger to complete a Grand Slam. For me, that is my winner. I guess that's my headline Monday morning, my best headline. That would be unbelievable to see. And, you know, those guys going toe-to-toe. They haven't done it, you know, too much in their career, obviously, most recently at the WGC Dell Match Play Tour Championship last year where Tiger really dusted them. So uh, that would be be just Could you imagine the television numbers? It would be unbelievable. Off the charts, right? It would be unbelievable. My weird, and I know he's having a good week at the Valero Texas Open. He's had a good two days. I haven't seen four yet. And he's four off the lead in a tie for second. Jordan Spieth, keep in mind, with a hole-out eagle as well. Mm-hmm. But it would be very weird for me if Spieth or, Re- or Reed were anywhere on the radar come yeah. Sunday this time around. Yeah, you know, Jordan Spieth just had such a crazy year and you know, he was quoted recently as saying he thinks he's close, whatever the heck that means. Yeah. Um, but it looks like his game is rounding into form and his performances at the Masters speak for themselves. You know, he, he had that crazy Sunday last year to come uh, in third place, so um, you know, I I'd be curious to see if that sort of flare to the right comes back into play, th- especially this weekend once he's in contention, because um, that's sort of been his Achilles heel throughout his career. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch, and uh, weird that we're talking about somebody who's really kind of, in a way, could have won two or three Green Jackets already in speed yeah. and a defending champion yeah. in Reed. My what this week and my what for next week at Augusta is. What I want to avoid the the most, what I don't want to talk about, what I want no stories, no headlines in, is any kind of conversation about rules or rules controversy. Yeah. I'm sick of it. 
enough. We did a lovely little essay on putting with the flag in at Augusta, which is very, I think, interesting, which I had some conversation earlier in the year. That's a different story. That's about uh, something optical and something that's new in a place of tradition. I, what I don't want is to have the conversation about somebody getting penalized on some stupid new rule or something just going sideways that affects this tournament or any player in any way. Well, especially, you know, if, if someone rinses one into Ray's Creek on 12 and someone incorrectly drops the ball from yeah. shoulder. Like, who yeah. cares? I don't just, care. Yeah. So hopefully that's not a major story uh, this week and we can just focus on the up to 90 guys who are playing this week. I'll tell you something right now before I give you the tea, Adam. The last thing in the world that the game of golf needs right now is a, a backwards rules infraction based on the new rules of golf that affects the outcome of the green jacket. 100%. If that happens, it, there's going to be Blood in the streets. Mm-hmm. Anarchy. Yeah. So, all right, Skulls, tea is yours. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. All right, Mark. So for me, my my winner would be obviously if Rory winning would be an unbelievable story. You know, Tiger winning would be an unbelievable story. But something that we haven't really talked about, and that hasn't really been talked about at all, really, whether you're watching Golf Channel or any other golf outlet, is the is Brooks Kepka's pursuit of another mm. major. You know, it's uh, for you know the the guy's been the guy's been rocks all three of the last six. Um, it'd be pretty crazy if he can win another major. But you know, for me, obviously, to see to see Rory McIlroy win the career Grand Slam would be something, sure with me. That's something your, special. That is the um, lead. But I, I would love him to. You know, it'd be a great whether it be Tiger in the final group, whether it's Brooks Koepka, whether right. it's Phil Mickelson. You know, to, to see some of the big names up there going into the final round or question, final nine on Sunday. Question for you: yeah. Brooks Koepka off people's radar. Is that the quality of play this year because it hasn't been great, or is that just the lag time between the PGA and the Masters? There's such a gap. I think it's more the lag time, honestly, because yeah. you know he's been in the headlines. He was on Faraday's show, and he, he's he's become more open with the media. He, he's no longer a closed cliche book saying nothing. Uh, he lost 25 pounds. For, for some reason for that, some he reason that he won't tell us. won't tell us. So, like, are we going to see him at, at Augusta and he's going to, you know, look like the Hulk again? Who yeah. knows? But uh, th- that would be a, a very exciting story. Of course, Rory winning. Um, he's he's my pick to win for sure. And, and I hope that does happen just for the storylines uh, alone. Uh, you touched on my weird a little there. And, you know, you mentioned this in the essay uh, that you wrote as well about putting with the flag stick in. The first telecast... Uh, on Golf Channel in 2019, seeing guys putt with the flagging in Hawaii mm-hmm. was the weirdest thing ever. Yes. And now we're going to see that at Augusta National, especially yes. when the greens are going to be rolling at an alarmingly fast rate. You know, how many more guys are we going to see putt with the flag in from 10 feet with a straight downhill putt right. where you can essentially try to ram it at the hole? Um, and hopefully not pull a Jim Furyk at the right. 17th hole at the Players' right. Championship. It's going to be a little strange. It's going to be bizarre to see. see, and you know how I feel about it because, yeah. you know, uh, Jamie uh, Ride all said, Mark, you know, one of the topics that I'd like you to, to to do an essay on and write about is is flag stick in at Augusta. That's all he said to me. He didn't say anything else. He kind of yeah. left it open ended, and yeah. you know the direction I took it in. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that way. 100. percent A lot of people feel that way. And and the, the essay which you'll see. 
uh, on Monday, I guess, uh, there's a lot of, I've interspliced some sound bites from Bryson DeChambeau and right. Dave Peltz about why there's such a benefit to right. it. So we're looking forward to sharing that with you guys. But uh, I'm just, it's going to be really I agree with you, Scully. 100%. Now, my what? If there is a playoff, <laughs> what if it goes longer than two holes? Because this is something that they always cut it close to the end of the, t- to, the right. uh, to sunset. Right. Are we going to see a Monday finish in a playoff? The oh, last time we that. saw a, a Monday finish, I know I just went there. I, I know I totally just jinxed it. No, no. Uh, the first this would be the first Monday finish since 1973, but that was a weather delay. Right. And so the last playoff I can remember where the weather wasn't was not very good as well was 2013 Masters. Adam Scott, right? Uh, in the pouring rain, he makes that putt on 18. Angel Cabrera hits a dart to two feet. They play two playoff holes. Um, I'm really I'm really curious to see. Uh, what would happen? In that you want, you that want me to throw something else at you, too? Oh, they're going to say throw something at me. No, but. no. We're, we're on a nine. 1989, playoff. Ooh. 2009, playoff. Ooh. 99's the only number of the last three nines where we didn't get the playoff. Wow. So 89 wow. playoff, 99 we skipped, 09 playoff. Do yep. we skip this year again to keep the cadence? Oh, yeah. The pattern, or are we on a nine-year, which means I we're in a playoff that, I think year. it might be a playoff year, but uh, I'm just curious what uh, happens. What would happen if we go longer than two holes? I hear gonna, you. Yeah. Monday finishes. Are they going to go Tiger and Phil and, you know, go to the go to the? I think what they do is, and, yeah, what happens if they, no, they get on a plane, a private jet, and they fly to Shadow Creek. Yeah, they fly to Shadow Creek. We're going to halt our coverage here for four hours. and uh, Oh, that is play. good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'd be shocked if we didn't get something epic on Sunday. Oh, yeah. I know something's coming. On the other side, your TSN and CTV golf experts panel, part of the Masters coverage, part of the Golf Talk Canada team, were asked for fantasy picks. We were asked for a past champion, an American, a European, an international, and a wild card. We're going to let you know what those picks are and who picked what next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Only 30 minutes from downtown Toronto with flexible membership packages and one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Cedar Bray is the place to be. Visit cedarbraygolf.com for more information. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Got to get up there to Cedar Bray at some point and uh, speak to Justin uh, O'Leary, mm-hmm. head professional. He was in California this week with the Adidas oh. team, I, but so uh, out in Carlsbad. But I, I don't know when opening day is up there. We, we just keep keeping our eyes now open on when opening days are coming. Well, I'm looking at the forecast there, and you know, 14 today, 17 on Monday, but three yeah. degrees on. You, uh, see, there's Thursday the fall the off. Right? I, I know last year it snowed in Toronto on the opening day of the Masters. Yep. Yep. So, don't be surprised if we get awesome. enough. I hate to burst everybody's bubble. Don't be surprised if we get enough. But I do think we'll be playing golf in Canada in three weeks. Oh, for sure. Yeah, in three weeks. I know uh, uh, Graham Russell at TaylorMade got 10 rounds under his belt already. 10 rounds. Wow. I don't know. In Canada? In Canada. I got to talk to Graham about that one. Yeah. So apparently striping it, too. Nick told me as soon as the greens start to get cut and rolled, then it's all over for him. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Your TSN experts and Golf Talk Canada experts were asked for fantasy picks for the Masters. One past champion, one American, one European, one international player, and one wild card to round out a team of five. We're going to get to that panel, and we're going to start with Adam Scully. And if we're starting with Adam Scully and his picks, that can mean only one thing. He's bold. You know, I am full of bold predictions. He's brash. I think Brooke is going to get one win next year. Just one. Will it be a major? No, but I think it's going to be in Canada. Oh, Oh, that would be good. He's ballistic. Producer Scully, could you come and Uh, cut the uh, the beer tap off here? He's bonkers. Spraying his balls with his golf balls. Excuse me? Spraying (laughs) his golf balls with water. It's Scully time. You know, every time uh, Bryson DeChambeau, yeah. They'll be uh, linked in inter- eternity forever with Bryson forever. spraying his golf balls. Yeah, yeah, Bryson. The Morning Dew. That guy, that guy is a character. <laughs> That's I will your new nickname. So, Adam Morning Dew Scully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can go with that one. Anyway, uh, here are my picks. <laughs> Um, starting with uh, our past champion here. I'm, yes, I'm, give me I'm, your I'm, past you know, champion. I've been a very supportive guy of Tiger Woods. Um, yes. And we know that. I you know, picked him to play the Hero World Challenge when he made his comeback. So he's my past champion. Past champion category, Tiger Woods. And So I'm just going to give a, just a couple numbers on Tiger. So right. Yes, he hasn't won a green jacket since 2005. Mm-hmm. But from 2006 to 2011, mm-hmm. he finished T3, T2, 2, T6, T4, T4, 2012, T40. Yep. T4 in 2013 when he had that dropping scandal. Right. Uh, T32 last year in the sort of new age of Tiger. 3.0. Tiger 3.0, 3.0. yes. 3.0. With, with no swing instructor, yes. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how he does this week. His game is rounding into form. He's coming off his best uh, finish of the season at the WGC Dell match play. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how he puts these quicker greens and if he's going to sort of try to jam these short ones in maybe we'll see him with the flag stick in a little bit. It'll be interesting too. to see. So Tiger Woods past champion. Give us your American. My American, Dustin Johnson. So he is, you know, he's hard to argue. Hard to argue against that. Uh, T6 in 2015. T4 in 2016. He fell down the stairs in 2017 and T10 in 2018. So Dustin Johnson uh, is my pick for the American. My European Roy McIlroy, the guy, you know, it's he's had an unbelievable season so far, arguably the best player on tour so far this season. But in his pursuit for the Grand Slam, his last five finishes at Augusta have all been top tens. Mm-hmm. T8, 4, T10, T7, T5. Usually, with the exception of last year, those are usual Tiger Woods-type backdoor top tens where he comes in chasing it hard from the back of the pack and backdoors, with the exception of last year where he had one hand on the deck. Exactly. Well, and if you remember, actually in 2015, Rory and Tiger did play together in the final round ah. at Augusta when Jordan Spieth went on to win uh, over Justin Rose and Phil Mickelson. Uh, but obviously, you know, Rory yep. finished fourth in that tournament. Uh, my next category here is uh, international. And so my goal for this was to pick someone a little... Well, maybe a little off the board, a little different, because a lot of people are going to have And it's tough game. with the international category. You've got certain countries you can pull from and certain you can't. Exactly. So for my international, I went Mark Leishman. Yep. One of the gets great ball strikers on yep. tour, especially if it gets a little breezy. And one of the my great moments looking at Mark Leishman at the Masters, when Adam Scott made his putt to force or to uh, get in the clubhouse yep. in the 2013 Masters, he was playing with Mark Leishman, a fellow Aussie. And there's a great still image of Mark Leishman fist-pumping 
while Adam yes, Scott is yes, I recall this. Yes. So uh, I'm I'm hoping this is his turn. This is his turn. Yes. Uh, and lastly, my wild card. I'm sure people are going to go many different directions with this. Yeah. Xander Shoffley is my wild card. Two wins already this season. I'm rude. Yeah, hard to uh, quickly. Uh, if you had one more pick, if there's is there a guy that you would love to have on your team that you would kill to have on your team, but you couldn't fit him in because of categories and you only had five picks? If you, if I just said you could take anybody you want, another wild card pick. You could add one more name. Who would it be? Francesco Malinari. There you go. Good man. There you go. Okay, let's get to some of these expert yes. panel picks. Uh, our uh, TSN lead anchor and host for our Masters coverage, James Duffy, he agrees with you. Duffy uh, suggests that past champion, Tiger Woods, Good loves man, Tiger. James. Good man. Ricky Fowler. Oh, this is Ameri- there you go. It might yep. be. Is it Ricky's time? We've seen it done with Americans in the past, i.e. Phil Mickelson, 2004, taking the monkey off an American's mm-hmm. back. Is this the year Ricky rips it off his back? Rory McIlroy, as is European. Hard to argue. That's going to be a very yeah. popular uh, the favorite overall in Vegas, the odds maker's favorite, Rory McIlroy, as is European. His international... Jason yeah. Day, another Aussie. So in the international category, we've got Aussies and Aussies flying. Leishman from you, Day from him. And then his wild card, uh, James goes with DJ, Dustin Johnson. Again, hard to argue. These are all good picks. I, I like all your picks. I like all James' picks. It's really hard to, to disagree. All right, uh, senior golf producer here at TSN, uh, Jamie Rydell, who's the man uh, at, the, at the steering wheel next week at Augusta for uh, all our coverage. Uh, Jamie, past champion, and you're going to see some themes with Jamie and yours truly. Mm. That we're thinking along the same lines, uh, oh. Jamie and I. Jamie, past champion, Bubba Watson. Got to remember, Bubba is quietly trending in the right direction. Hasn't won anything this year. But really playing some solid golf. Has made a ton of cuts. Has looked yep. pretty good. Arm-anchored putter. That's the intriguing part for me. And we know what he does at Augusta. DJ, as his American. Rory McIlroy. There's our third Rory in the European category. Another Aussie. Adam Scott. Ooh, another another Aussie. So we've got all international players. Have all been... All international picks have been Australian. But we have three different Australians. And Adam Scott, Jason Day... And Mark Leishman. Leishman. And Jamie's wild card, Matt Kuchar. Cooch. Cooch. Captain Consistency. Again, similar to the theme that is uh, James Duffy's theme with Ricky Fowler. Augusta, place where people have ripped the monkey off their back. Not just American. Sergio Garcia a couple of years ago. Can Fowler rip it off? Can Cooch rip it off? If you're talking best in the world without a major, those names are on your list. They're in the top three or five, hands down, Fowler and Cooch. And Cooch is at a pretty uneventful year anyway. Not that long. Yeah, all right. only two wins. <laughs> only two wins. All right, Bob Weeks, our co-host here, Golf Talk Canada, and our senior TSN golf reporter. Weeks, he's past champion, Adam Scott. Mm. So finding Adam Scott's name onto, this, uh, onto these picks again, only in a different category. He also goes with Dustin Johnson as his American pick, a very popular American pick as DJ right now. So far, Rory McIlroy sweeping our European category. Bob so Weeks far. also taking Rory. Uh, now, international pick, our first non-Australian, Louis Oosthuizen, who is quietly playing some solid golf, tore it up at the Valspar, probably should have won. Yep. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen probably should have won the Masters a few years ago, if you remember the Albatross on number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen coming in there is his international pick. And I like Bob's wild card because if I had seven picks, which I don't, I only have five, (laughs) but if I had seven picks, 
This gentleman's name would have been my seventh pick. Paul Casey as his wild card. I love the way Paul Casey is playing golf right now. Chris McKee, our social media director. A lot of experts. Oh, a lot of experts. Chris McKee, our social media director for GTC TV and radio, off the board in the past champions category. Thinks David Ledbetter? No. No. Thinks David Ledbetter is going to put Reed on the path. Wow. They're going to find something. And Patrick Reed in the past champions category. Dustin Johnson, American, very popular pick in the American category. His European, finally breaking the Rory McIlroy trend. His European, McKee goes with the Azuri. Francesco Molinari finally making an appearance. I can't believe we are this deep in a fantasy picks. And we finally hear the name Francesco Molinari. Arguably, if it's not Rory... The best player in the world right now is Francesco Molinari, if it's not Rory McIlroy. I don't care what the uh, official World Golf rankings say. I couldn't care less. <laughs> Mark Leishman in the international, uh, popular. Good minds think alike. And shocked that it took this long to get this name on the list as well. He will be number one, official World Golf ranking. Again, I don't care about that, but he will be number one when we peg it up at Augusta on Thursday because of the way the point system works. Justin Rose yeah. as his wild card. Justin Rose, all I do is top five at Augusta. Mm-hmm. Going to quickly run through the rest here. David Hearn, our player analyst this week, likes Woods, Fowler, Molinari, Leishman, and McElroy. And, of course, we're going to tweet all this out and have all this posted. It'll be part of our TV show as well. So, Hearnsey, uh, names we've all heard, heard before as well from our PGA Tour player and expert on staff. And then, finally, yours truly. Here we go. Past champion, I like the way Jamie Rydell's thinking. I'm Bubba Watson in the past champions category. My American is Cooch. Matt Coocher right now, the most consistent American on the planet right now, I think, is Matt Coocher. I will go the Azuri. Francesco Molinari, who I think might win this thing, period, if you were to give me one pick. The Azuri, Francesco Molinari is my European. My international, our second Louis Oosthuizen. I will go with Oosthuizen. And my wild card, not because he'll be world number one when we get there on Thursday, but because all he does is top five at Augusta, Justin Rose. I'm shocked he hasn't won a green jacket as of yet. I like these. This is going to be intriguing. And as you said, you'll see all of these picks on our TV special and aboard at the end of the show. All of them at our TV special, all of them on social media. And uh, we'll see if uh, somewhere in there there's a way. I will, be, uh, I will eat my shoe. My, I will eat my Adidas Tour 360 if uh, one of us doesn't have the champion in those picks. I might put a little sugo, a little sauce on it, but I will eat the shoe. You know what no one picked before we go to break? Just wrong. Okay, so remember when I thank you for that. Remember You're when welcome. I asked you for one name? Yes. If you could go to six. You're going wrong. And you went with who is your extra name if you could go I can't Molinari. Remember. Molinari, yes. thank you. If I if it could give me one pick, because I said seven would be Casey, one for me, hands down John Rom. I think John Rom, he's the guy I wanted on my team. And I had to go with Molinari and Rose before I went. I really wanted Ron. That's the name that I'm kicking myself in the butt for in May at the end of this. All right, we got to get to break. We're running late. On the other side, Mike Kelly, Executive Director, Golf Ontario. This is GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Only 30 minutes from downtown Toronto with flexible membership packages and one of Canada's top 100 golf courses. Cedar Bray is the place to be. Visit cedarbraygolf.com for more information. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. 
This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Addy Power Forged. Increase stability exactly where you need it. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. You know, we really needed three hours this morning, maybe four. Uh, remind me, Scully, uh, to talk to the man in charge next year, Jeff McDonald, our program director here at TSN 1050, who loves golf, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeff's one of our, uh, just the best golf people. I love talking golf with Jeff because he's just so passionate. He might be a, bit, a bigger Tiger fan than I am. I think he might be. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, but next year, Masters Week, we need a four-hour GTC. Yeah. We had announcements from the PGA Canada Top 100. We've got 20 weeks of TaylorMade starting this week. We've got Masters picks and preview shows. We've got... It's just, and now it keeps going with our next guest, mm. Executive Director of Golf Ontario, came out this week with a monster announcement with the return of a great championship and the start of another great championship happened earlier this week. Welcoming to the program now, our friend Mike Kelly. Michael, how are you this morning? Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good morning. We're great. Mike, let's start with the big announcement last weekend, the return of the Ontario Open as well as the announcement of the inaugural Disability Championship in Ontario. Let's start with the Ontario Open. For our listeners that don't know the history of this event, the importance of this event, can you give us a Coles Notes and, and what was the initiative, what was the spark plug that brought this back? Well, you know what? The best place for me to start is to let you know who won the championship in 1940. Um, Sam Sneed. Oh. Um, was, is on the trophy. And by the way, which we actually have the original cup from 1920. Wow. Um, and we, I mean, the list goes on and on. Some of the, the greatest legends in the game around the world, as well as in Canada with Mo Norman and Ju- George Newton. And it's pretty, pretty incredible, guys. Um, the announcement that we made um, at the beginning of our annual meeting um, and conference, at a press conference, um, we were very excited together with our new partners uh, on this event, uh, new ownership group at Whittington Lake Golf Club, uh, to bring back this historic championship after, you know, more than 20 years um, kind of on the shelf. So it's, uh, we're excited to, to bring it back uh, August 26th to 29th, uh, and it's part of a five-year deal uh, with the golf club. So it, it's uh, a tremendous event, a great opportunity for, for us to reintroduce this, um, you know, be, be able to bring the best amateurs uh, in the game together with the best club professionals, best tour players. Um, and you never know. Maybe we get one of those names that you're seeing somewhere very close to the top of the leaderboard at the uh, PGA Tour event this week. You know, you never know. That's very, very exciting, Mike. Now, uh, we also mentioned off the top there the Ontario Disability Championship. Uh, tell us a little bit about about this. Yeah, just as exciting, um, and, and in many instances probably more so, was was the as we reintroduce an event, in the Ontario Open, we are we are actually bringing we are um, we are actually introducing an event for the very first time, um, and it's actually the first event in Canada, which is very special. Uh, you know, the Ontario Disabilities Golf Championship, which which will is actually part of Open Week, which you know was, was the original vision for bringing this back was to make it a true Open Week, and and uh, it's part of Golf Ontario's commitment to diversity and inclusion, and and you know we by bringing this this event. Um, to the forefront uh, at the beginning of that week, um, you know, this is going to be the very first badge or, or ranked event for, you know, the world ranking for golfers with a disability, which, as you know, was introduced earlier this year. So mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's going to be an amazing event, um, you know, that we, we will have a, both a gross and net winner 
Uh, it'll be played on the other golf course at Whittington Lake. Uh, you know, so it's, you know, it was, a, it was a, an exciting day, a lot of work that obviously, um, you know, came to fruition, um, you know, at, at our annual meeting when we made the announcement. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's been a lot of buzz and, and for all the right reasons. Uh, I think it's really good for the game. Uh, so we'll be at Woodington Lake. We'll be the host venue. We'll be later this year in August, uh, 26th to 29th for the Ontario Open. Uh, Mike, also some great news this week, an event that I got to be a part of last year. Unfortunately, uh, we had two Golf Ontario-related uh, events kind of happening at the same time with our with one of our great partners, Myrtle Beach, this year. I was down uh, with Dave Struthers from Golf Ontario and our team at uh, at Myrtle Beach to play against Team USA in a, in a Ryder Cup in a Can-Am, but kind of almost adjacent to slightly overlapped was the Can-Am Cup with our junior team playing against the South Carolina junior team. And... We finally got her done. <laughs> yes, we did. Tell us a little bit about the event and uh, how thrilled our team was to uh, not be, you know, to finally come out on the right end. I know this has been a great event for a few years. I know the South Carolina Golf Association uh, loves this event. Everybody loves it. But uh, tell us a little bit about the week and, and some of the highlights. Yeah, well, first of all, I think you never, you know, your listeners need to know that the juniors won. Um, however, your team did not win. Um, during the during the this is the, true. Uh, the adult version, I know you guys put up a good fight. I, I got to tell but, you, my uh, the adult version there was there were some other problems that you didn't deal with on the amateur side. Yeah, I, I, pro- I, can, I can only imagine. I couldn't keep my team out of certain locations in in, in the Myrtle Beach area. <laughs> <Certain> <laughs> times <of> tonight, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. But uh, they, they they can't have ma- matches for uh, on the junior side is is in a, is one of the 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 premier events on the junior calendar, both both in South Carolina and in Ontario. They athletes and juniors work all year long to, to make that team and it is the top eight boys and top eight girls uh, against the very best from from south carolina um it's been going on since the mid 90s um you know if you again you look at that trophy you know on our side you see you know uh guys like matt hill or alvin Choi, um you know Corey connors mackenzie hughes and on the ladies side you know rebecca lee betts of Brittany marshawn i mean augusta james the list goes on and on um on the U.S. side, you guys like Bill Haas and Webb Simpson have played. So it's, it's, a, it's an incredible event, and it's a team event. So it's a little different. Um, it's an amazing, uh, well-run um, event that uh, the, the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation puts on together with the Wachasaw Plantation Club. And, and it's been nine years uh, since we last won, and the names I listed earlier, mo- many of which were on that team that won in 2010. So it's... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, for us to to uh, to you know to win uh, was very special for the athletes for the parents, and I got to you know put that put that trophy on the passenger seat on my drive back home. So I uh, it was I was planning this entire Instagram story, guys, on the way home. I was going to show the trophy with all the state signs and get a picture with the cup with with the customs agent, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not on Instagram, nor did the custom agent apply, so that was the end of that. <laughs> Mike, before we let you go, uh, it is Masters Week. You do love the game. You are a man that helps grow the game. Uh, Golf Ontario, one of the leaders in the country on, on growing the game and, and touching it on all different levels. Who do you like this week? So who, if you had, give us a couple names, two, three names. If I gave you a second, give me three names. Who's going to win this thing? Who's walking out with the green jacket? Who do you like? Well, my heart says Tiger. 
However, nice. uh, my head says Rory McIlroy will will win. If if not, Rory will be dust. It will be DJ. Wow! So heavy on the favorites. I know you'll be watching, Mike. Uh, will you be down? Are you down in Augusta at all this year? Are you watching? No, home? no. I'll be I'll be watching home this year. Uh, I've had certainly the opportunity to go in the past, and but uh, my one of my favorite times of year because. The golf season's around the corner, fellas. You know Mike, uh, congratulations on the announcements. Uh, we'll, we'll keep our audience updated on things that are Golf Ontario throughout the summer, including these events. Congratulations. I know the work that went into bringing these back to life, and you guys are continue doing an exceptional job. So congratulations and thank you. Yeah, no, no worries. Thanks for having me. And again, a, a shout-out to Whittington Lake. Uh, great partners and equally um, you know, we're, we're part of the reason we were able to bring this back. So thanks again, guys. Executive Director Mike Kelly, Golf Ontario. Thanks, Mike. That was great. On the other side, Scully and I, we will wrap up today's show and get you caught up with leaderboards from around the world of golf. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new Addy Power Forged. Increased stability exactly where you need it. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit muskokabayresort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Looking forward to getting out to Muskoka Bay as well. What might Hands down, my favorite golf course in the Northern Ontario region. Looking forward to that. And exciting news, welcoming uh, someone else to the Golf Talk Canada family, Oshawa Golf and Curling Club. It's been years since I've been out to Oshawa. Mm. Uh, I don't get to, out to those parts. I know we have a lot of listeners out in the Durham yep. region. We get a lot of tweets from people living in uh, Whitby, Oshawa, Ajax, etc. If you're part of that world... Oshawa Golf Club, it's a complete no-brainer. And I, I don't want to get into a sales pitch on you and all that, but I, I was just caught off guard. I went out there and met with the guys, and I was like, wow, I didn't know they did a renovation. I had no mm. idea. So similar to what our friends did uh, at Cedar Bray, trying to bring their golf clubhouse to be as good as the course, because Oshawa you know, has always been a, a known as a course. classic Stanley Thompson, beautiful layout, and they're, apparently they're not done there uh, either. Maybe later this year or next year there'll be some announcements through a renovation of golf course. But anyway, regardless, Oshawa Golf Club, if you live to that part of the world, to me they're the only game in town and they're an absolute no-brainer, and it's For really sure. well done. Exciting. So now, uh, from now on each week we'll do leaderboard updates, and leaderboard updates will be brought to you by Oshawa Golf and Curling Club since 1906. The home of golf in Durham now offering trial memberships with unlimited access in 2019. To find out how you can join, visit OshawaGolf.com. Tradition Community Golf, Oshawa Golf Club. Welcome to the family. Mm. Valero, Texas Open Skulls. Interesting story here, bro. Very interesting story. Siwoo Kim has your lead. It is a four-shot lead heading into the weekend with 36 holes to play. That four-shot lead is over over a host of players, including uh, Adam Shank, Errol Varner III, Jordan Spieth. But the name leaping out at me is Canadian Adam Con- uh, Sorry, excuse me, Corey Connors. Why Corey Connors leaping out at me? Well, first of all, obviously Canadian, and we're pulling for the yep. win. However... This is the last chance into the field at Augusta. We have Mike Weirs, the only Canadian in the field next week, past champions category. No other Canadian joining him in Augusta. Corey Connors can stamp his ticket to the Masters with a win at the Valero Texas Open. And Corey Connors has played in the Masters before as the USAM runner-up 
Uh, that would have been 2015. So uh, it, it could be a huge weekend for Canadian uh, golf in that respect. Speaking of Canadian golf, the first major of the LPGA Tour season, the ANA Inspiration, Inkyung Kim is your 36-hole leader. She's a three-shot lead over Catherine Kirk. Canadian Brooke Henderson, she is tied for 12th, rounds of 71-72, was playing really well yesterday until she triple bogeyed the 14th hole. So she starts the day seven shots off the lead. Should mention as well, Canadian Elena Sharp uh, also made the cut. And Jennifer Capco is the Cupco, excuse me, is the leader at the Augusta National Women's Amateur. She has the lead heading into that final day today. It's good for a one-shot lead over Fasi Maria of Mexico. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players on the right side of par. Final day shootout, Augusta National. TSN will have the coverage. Noon Eastern, TSN 5. Our home uh, for the Masters and all major championship golf really starting this week uh, today with Golf Talk Canada Radio and this afternoon with the final round of the Women's Amateur. Of course, this week, Golf Talk Canada on location, 60-minute Masters preview show. We kick off 20 weeks of TaylorMade, giving away that TaylorMade limited edition staff bag and head cover for anyone who follows us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. You follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you got twice the chance to win. We'll give away close to $20,000 worth of prizing all year on 20 weeks TaylorMade. We have the par three competition. We have 12 and uh, thir- we have eight men corner, live from Amen corner. We got 15 and 16. We got featured groups. We got the expert panel. We got opening round, closing round. We got it all covered. TSN.ca. We got essays. We got it all. We are the home for the Masters, period. End of story. You know, it's pretty crazy to think what life was before they started broadcasting the Masters when it used to just be the back nine. And then, you know, in the last couple of years, they've expanded four hours of coverage mm-hmm. from 11 till 3. Well, let me tell you something, Adam. <laughs> Back in my day when I was a young golf fan, <laughs> I swear to God, okay, we would sit in our living rooms boiling over in anger and frustration as to why we had to wait till 3 o'clock in the afternoon to catch everything, everything, and nine holes of golf, like I, it was, it was like you know, it, it, there was a thin line that was always walked, which was keep them wanting more, don't give them too much, don't give them content for the sake of content. Mm-hmm. There was a thin line in the old school mentality that was back in the day versus just driving all your fans and people crazy and annoying them. Yep. That now. I've, you know, now we we got we, we're spoiled. We've got it all, and this is the way of the world now. And you know, Augusta eventually, like they have in the last twenty years, have come forward with female members, female amateur championship, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Co- full content of of all pretty much every shot on all different platforms, tons of access, etc. So you know, we got there, but in, in my, you know, in most things at Augusta, they take their time. They do it when they're ready. Whatever you say about Augusta, whatever frustrations you may have or may have had over the years, uh, eventually they get there. And the one thing is they always get it right. They always do it first class. It's always the best. Right? Well, and, and some would even argue now that Augusta's you know, social media platforms are the best in golf. You know, In terms of on Twitter, they post highlights almost instantaneously once right. they happen. Even You can even go on YouTube now and look at you know, a bunch of guys – final rounds last year in three minutes and show almost every one of their shots. So it's great to see uh, what they've done here. And of course, here at TSN, we have uh, pregame coverage uh, from 11 till three, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and 11 till two, because 
Uh, coverage, main coverage starts at uh, 2 p.m. for Masters Sunday. Of course, the leaders tee off at around 2.45 or 2.55 uh, Eastern on Sunday. So it's the best time of year. The first major is here. There's so many storylines. Uh, Mark, what, what I wanted to ask you about, mm-hmm. and this, yes. is, this is an essay that uh, will air again this week as well, is the lengthening of the fifth hole. Ah, yes. Uh, 40 yards. Magnolia. Magnolia, yeah. Yes. 40 yards longer, now plays 495 yards. It's already a very challenging hole. What are your thoughts on these? It's, this it, I always find thing design changes like this a little interesting. Yeah. Because with the exception of number seven, which used to be a real aggressive birdie hole at Augusta, with uh, you know, you used to flip something to the bottom of the hill, the whole location quite often would be in a bull, especially on Saturday or Sunday. And they'd flip wedges in, and guys would be holding out eagles and not tapping the birds. And I thought it was a very exciting hole. And of all the changes they've made at Augusta over years, seven's my least favorite. I think they took a very exciting birdie eagle par four opportunity and turned it into a brutally hard par four most of the time, except when they put the tees up. And put the, the they basically turn it into the old hole. They put the tees up this that. I, I'm always curious, and I'm always uh, scratching my head a little when someone makes a decision to take a hard hole and make it harder. That that's weird, and that's what they've done with Magnolia. And I'm curious to see. It historically has a stroke average of 4.26 as a par four, so it's it's a, roughly a stroke, a quarter of a stroke historically over par. It was a difficult par four. It comes on the heels of a really hard par three, the fourth, which can be stretched to 230 yards. So now we have an area of the golf course which was already a tough par four that came after a 230 yard par three. So now we might go 230 par three. 495 par 4. Is it a great hole? Yes. Is it a harder hole now? Yes. Was it necessary? Is it better? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it is, Scully. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think it, it was... A, I, when they did... See, I love the changes that they did at 11. Yeah. Back when that they first good. started the first renovation, the Tiger Proof, 11 used to be... You know, part of the like you, the Amen Corner historically was teeth and eleven, teeth and twelve, risk reward thirteen. That was the character of of Amen Corner. And then as we got into the Tiger years in the late nineties, early two thousands, the teeth was gone in eleven. Yeah. And it was unfortunate because the, the makeup, the shot values, the integrity of Amen Corner was was broken. But the, we showed up one year. Off the top, I don't have it in front of me. Off the top of my head, it was I believe it's two thousand and five. We showed up one year, and 11's like 60 yards longer, and there's a forest up the right side. Not planting. They transplanted a forest up the right side of 11. My jaw dropped. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. And all of a sudden, 11 is one of the hardest par fours on the golf course again. To me, those are great design decisions. To put the integrity of par back in play, to have holes that were designed to do certain things years ago, do them today in the modern game. When we take holes... And just change them for kind of no reason. I don't think. I personally don't think five needed the facelift. What I, do you think? I, I couldn't agree more. It, it's it's already a challenging par four, and you know, to see guys who already struggled on that hole last year, especially if you put the pin in a certain spot, 
Uh, it's going to be a challenging change for sure. But whenever Augusta National does make changes, they make it look impeccable as if it's been there for years. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that change uh, plays out on the telecast for sure. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm just trying to get the forecast for us here quickly uh, before we go. Right now, they're calling for some really good weather. It's going to be hot. It's going to be in the high 20s, we're really around 28. And not that much moisture. Uh, the most I'm seeing right now is 40% in the area. Um if that's the case, Scully, right, today it's 61 Fahrenheit, uh, but they're calling for good weather. If that's good good weather, who's before we wrap the show, today's show up, we only got a minute left. If the weather's good and it stays good, is that Lean and DJ and Rory? The Bombers, 100%. Yeah, I think so, too. 100%. I think, well, history showed us that at Augusta. Augusta is unlike other championships. Most championships, when it gets cold and wet, the Bombers do better because it just becomes too long and too tough. But at Augusta, for some reason, in years where it's been cold and wet, we've seen Mike Weir, we've seen Trevor Immelman, we've mm-hmm. seen Zach Johnson. Augusta plays the opposite in bad weather. And especially, you know, Tiger's a big story when it is. If it's cold and wet, you know, it's not so good for the back and, mm. you know, we'll and see. the neck or whatever the issue is now. So, yeah. Adam, looking forward to the it's week. Been fun. Thanks for always. Remember, TSN, Golf Talk Canada, CTV, we are your home for major championship golf, and TSN has you covered for the Masters. Looking forward to it. 20 weeks tailor-made kicking off this week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, podcasts, show archives, our YouTube channel, or for more information, visit us online at GolfTalkCanada.com.